Okay. 11. Welcome to Gym Life Podcast, episode number 11. Uh, yeah, 1-1, one, one, man. Four uh, after seven and three after eight, and we're well on our way now, right? So, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we appreciate everybody out there. We'll do the housekeeping, cleaning thing right now. Uh, thanks again for everybody for tuning in and, and listening in on Spotify or these other platforms as well. And uh, we certainly appreciate your support. And it's been, uh, I said it before and I'll say it again. I said it on the video I sent out the other day, man. It's truly been a blessing and, and so much wealth of love coming from you to us right now. Uh, you couldn't energize us even, uh, you know, any more than, than you've been doing. And, and we just say, please keep it coming. Uh, keep uh, subscribing. I know we went up in subscribers considerably which has been awesome. Yeah, we've had a lot of a big jump in subscribers on all of our platforms. Um, YouTube, obviously, being the biggest one, I think. Um, but yeah, man, we've, we're getting comments left and right on our YouTube videos. We're getting messages sent to us on the Instagram. I'm getting like DMs. People have found my Instagram nice. through the Gym yeah. Life Instagram, and uh, it's energizing. And and, and beyond yeah. that, like people are starting to come up to me in public, which is really now weird. you're famous. We only, no, we yeah. only have about like we have 100 followers. Like, calm down with that famous <laughs> thing. But but a little bit in 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 that, just people are just like, hey, I saw the episode. You guys are doing a great job. Keep doing it. You know, nothing, no fanboy stuff. But and yeah. that's amazing. Amazing. So yeah, yeah, that, just, that's good to hear. I know when I was at the powerlifting meet the other day, I had a couple people come up to me and go, "Hey, appreciate the show." And man, nothing livens you up more when you hear that. You yeah, know, great, man. We're reaching. Out I'm doing there. something. I'm doing something important or, or valuable, yeah, yeah, I guess, not yeah. important. But. Entertaining, anyhow. Yeah, to say the least, the least entertaining. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, also too, a quick thing that we're doing, and I, I want to just kind of point it out to everybody. Robbie and I had a conversation the other day about changing some of our formatting on our, our YouTube. And uh, we're still going to be putting on full episodes, but on top of that, because oftentimes we get in conversations with people and we want to point them in a particular part of that episode, if we do reach these segment type stuff, we're probably going to break that up a little more for you for a little easier, convenient listening if you're out on the road for a shorter drive and you just want to listen to a, a clip of it. Uh, I think we're going to start doing that with this episode. Yeah, right? starting with okay. this episode, we're going to clip it down into a couple segments, I guess, like you said, and uh, we'll try to label them so that you guys can find them. So that's one thing that we're going to be doing. We're going to start reaching out to some companies to do some product review stuff that we're going to put on yeah, YouTube yeah, only. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes, um, whether we have to buy it or whatever, who cares. But um, a couple cool different things happening on the YouTube. So make sure if you're listening to this on Spotify and you're not on our YouTube to get on our YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So with that said, uh, welcome to episode eleven. Here we are. So what's uh, what's we, well? We already know our weekend, right? I was wow. gonna say, how was your weekend? I was with you half the weekend. Yeah, so well, Saturday, anyhow. Well, kind of. You on were the in the other your side same area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. We, uh, we we were speaking of the rookie rumble. We went to a powerlifting event uh, this Saturday, and you actually volunteered. So you were on platform. Well, I guess they would call it two. Yep. And that was the men's platform or majority. I majority. Think all it was all men on ours. Okay. Yeah. 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 And they, they actually do it by weight class. It just happened to be all men. Yeah. At that yeah event, I noticed but, that. Yeah. I noticed that. And then I was over there just spectating, kind of helping out with a couple people that we had there on the other platform, which was majority of women. And uh, that was a great show. What was your experience over there on the on the powerlifting uh, stage two. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, our, the, the Kyoso uh, owner, Gina, and also our state rep re reached out to me afterwards and had some kind words to say. But um, I think the biggest thing that I got out of it, man, was it was super cool to like welcome in this new crop of yeah. lifters. You know, it was, the energy was really cool. The support for everybody was really cool. And just kind of, you kind of get to see somebody's passion really ignite at that moment, right? Like, in training, I'm sure they were excited and nervous and all those things, but really until you go complete those lifts, you don't know if you're going to actually enjoy 
doing it. Right. Um, you enjoy lifting, but you don't know if you're going to enjoy competing yet. Um, and to be able to see that happen, where we, there was a couple guys on our platform that really caught the bug. I follow them on Instagram now, and um, they're talking about turning around for states in three weeks. I'm nice, like, guys, nice. you want to recover a little bit, you know? But like, they're in it, I right? Love that, they're so, I love they're that. sold. Yeah. So um, it was a great experience, man. Um, I, I we've said it on our last episode. If you don't have one, you've got to get a rookie event. It was just a great place for these people to come and learn and. Um, and heck, uh, most of us spotters and loaders were new too. So we were learning that, you know, but, um, yeah, there is an art to that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. There's an art. Have, I mean, we've loaded our own bars many times in the gym, but yeah. when you're at an event like that, it, there's a, it's a systematic there's, approach There's a to system it to, to it. Yeah. yeah. And we had a couple, couple decent squats and, you know, put some pretty cool deadlifts, but yeah, all in all, it was just a great weekend. They put on a great show. Um, I think everybody there that was competed or watched or volunteered enjoyed it. Um, overall, I think it was it was amazing, you know. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought too. I, I got n nothing really negative to say about it, so I'm not going to lead with that. There's just a couple little things that I thought were a little off, but to no fault to the you know organization or to no fault to the event itself. But I, I think there are a couple things that I pulled away from that. Yeah, having that rookie event is is pretty special because it does give everybody that opportunity to fall in love with the sport on a different level. We all like For lifting, sure. but like you said, you really find out a lot about yourself if you want to be a competitor when you go to these events. Yep. And that gave a lot of folks an opportunity. It was a huge event. Oh, yeah. Uh, geez, old Pete's. I, I, there was a lot of people there. The spectating, the place was packed. It was hard to get it right. Yeah. I think there was 84 competitors, 86 yeah. competitors. Three That's or 400 people watching. Yeah, because Gina opened yeah. it up. Like, it sold out in six minutes, and then she just kept opening up. And basically, we, we went to maximum capacity of the building. In fact... So much so that we had to get uh, approval from the police department down there to park on the wrong side of the street because we had so many yeah, vehicles. Yeah. It, was a, yeah, it was a tough <laughs> parking spot to find. Uh, but what I pulled from it was, yeah, everything you said and, and, and then some, right? It, uh, what, a, what a fun, energized event that was. Uh, there was one USA, and I know you told me that. Nah, is it worth mentioning? It kind of is worth mentioning because I'm just curious, and I'm sure Gina will hear this and go, come on, Joe. You, you didn't have to say yeah, this. Yeah, we're going to get a right. DM from right. Gina. She's going to say, everything went great, and all of a sudden you're bringing this up. But <laughs> but it was a surprise to me because I didn't know. And, and being sort of new to the, the way some of this stuff works, particularly with the USAPL, and, of course, you're immersed in it because you've been competing in it, uh, there was a situation that I saw some lifters there that weren't actually rookies. And and what I what I mean by that is I went into the event thinking that everybody there was going to be a first-time competitor as a power lifter on a platform for the very first time. And we didn't see that. There were a couple people there, one in particular – don't need to mention it again it's just principle of it very experienced mm -hmm. uh matter of fact just completely landslided the show mm -hmm. it wasn't even close mm -hmm. i that that to me muddied the water a little bit yeah. because i felt like you know well twofold right i didn't mind it at the end now let me finish the story i i thought in the beginning it was like okay this isn't giving a lot of these rookies an opportunity to really fall into that competitive spirit about sort of reaching for that podium finish because she was clearly going to be on top of the podium at the very end in her weight class. I had a problem with that. I mm -hmm. thought, you don't really belong here. This isn't a show for you. This is about new lifters. But then at the end, and when she was pulling a really big deadlift, and I think it was like almost 500 pounds, something crazy. It was a spectacle. She was very, very strong. Uh, I seen all these rookies and all these people gather around like we do at any other powerlifting meet. And the energy was through the roof. And it was just this big cheer and this roar when she got it. And I thought to myself, okay, well, maybe I can concede this because that was an opportunity for these younger lifters to see this special lifter, I guess, mm -hmm. that shouldn't have been there arguably or should have been there, whatever the case may be. 
and it gave them maybe a little inspiration. You know, yeah. like, wow, well, that's impressive. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, was, I think I think there's two things to be said about that. Kind of like you said, I, you know, the way it's set up with the USAPL's rookie rumble rules is that if you haven't competed at a USAPL event, you are considered a rookie and or yeah. it has been over X number of years since you've competed at a USAPL event. You can actually re-enter into the rookie rumble. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of reintroducing you back into powerlifting. So I get it. Um, you know, <laughs> we, we want it to be this rookie event and um, I'm kind of in the camp where uh, I got to be careful because I don't want to take anything away from anybody, but. Um, like, why would you want to do that if you've been lifting for 12 years anyways? Yeah. That's, in my opinion. Yeah, um, then that, and that's on the individual lifter as opposed to the organization. Um, because the organization rules are set up and they, they are what they are. Um, but on, on the flip side of that, like you said, I think, um, the other part is that if you're going into the rookie rumble with the intent of meddling, I think you're looking at the rookie rumble and the wrong. And I don't, I'm not implying yeah, that she yeah. did that for that no, no, reason. No, but... no. I mean, even just any other rookie, oh, right, really right, like right. if you're gotcha. going into the rookie rumble, gotcha. because I want to finish on the podium, you're really looking at it the wrong way anyways. Um, I get, we're all competitive and we want to win, but the rookie rumble is more about that opportunity to just to learn the process. Yeah, yes. They yeah. still give out medals for the best lifter and first and second and third in every category. I mean, it's all, always cool to compete for those things but that rookie rumble there's so much more to learn at that event than than to worry about the podium because yeah. every single lifter there wasn't sure when they were supposed to step on the platform and i mean that's literally step one yeah so right, that's right. that's what we that's what we're focusing on with that rookie event personally i think um more so than what how the medals shake out you know? i agree and i think maybe my perspective just sort of came from somebody that's been in the game a while and Okay, you're exactly right. I, I guess suppose if I put myself in that position as a new competitor, I, I would, of course, that'd be wonderful, but that's not the motivation right. to be there. So I, I do agree with you 100%. And I think in the end, I, I shifted my thinking. Yeah. I, I didn't really, I guess that's where I'm getting at. Yeah, if at you first, ever... I was a little bit like, what the fuck's going on? And then I thought, okay, well, I see some benefit to this. It's not a bad thing. And, and with that said, I, I maybe she's getting ready for states, you know, and, and bodybuilders do it all the time, mm -hmm. right? But you'll see these bodybuilders that need to qualify for nationals or qualify or, or just get a warm-up show in to see how their prep's going before, like a big national-level show, and they'll walk into one of these local events and just cremate everybody, right. you know, right. in, in bad condition they could in normal right. cases, four weeks out from their real show. <laughs> so and I suppose on any level, that's no different here. I, I think what I'd like to see happen is I'd like to see the USAPL just say if you've, if you've ever competed on a powerlifting platform ever before, um, you're not considered a rookie. Right. That's yeah. all I. That's all yeah. I would say. Because let's face it, there's not a lot of disparity between one organization and the other. There's yep. a couple minor rule things. Yeah, very, very few through USAPL and USPA. Yeah. They're actually very, so very. So it's not similar. like you say, "Well, I need to get familiar with USAPL." Yeah. No, you don't. If you've been a powerlifter and on a platform before, you you pretty much got it down 99% of the time. So yeah. with that said, Gina, great event. Not yeah. taking anything away. It just raised the question, and in the end, I'm in your camp. I yeah, thought, and if okay. you ever wonder, if you ever wonder. Um, whether it really matters or not, the answer is at the end when everybody gathered around and supported That's, her anyways. Yeah. Because yeah. the truth is, like, we're, they're all there for the same reason, mm -hmm. you know? She, yeah, okay, she may have been an experienced lifter, but at the end of the day, man, it's like... Were, they were they were there for their their goals. They met their goals. That's all they can do, anyways. So you know, and it reminded me too when I at that show, and we we don't get to enough of them every year. So I, I hope we can cover some events for some, and I think we are uh, RPG. We're going to get down to that event. There's something about that 
energy in a powerlifting show. Mm-hmm. And it's and I and I you know I'm in the strongman camp I by know. nature, but I, I will say that there's nothing more energized than a big pull or a big press mm-hmm. or a big squat in powerlifting when everybody is gathering around that platform. That is a loud, energized, positive environment, man. Yeah. And I don't think you can replicate that in strongman at all. I, and I'm not taking anything away from strongman, people who cheer on the sport of the competitors, but there's just something about being in that small room with that many people mm-hmm. around a single platform looking at one, one person yeah. doing one lift. Man, that is some fun energy. Oh, yeah, man. So. And it happened over on my platform, too. We it had did. a guy. Yeah, yeah we had a guy yeah. that... He went kind of stepped up, and he basically had already ran away with with his his medal, and he's going to finish first. And he kind of stepped up the platform, and he comes up to me, he goes, "Hey, can I can I change my deadlift?" And I was like, "You got to go tell the score, you know, yeah. the scoreboard. I can't I can't change it." So he went and told it, and came back, and he went for a new uh, I think it was a new personal record for him, and uh, nice. and and you should watch the video, which uh, I think it may be streaming, or maybe it didn't get streamed, but. He posted on his Instagram anyways. I mean, he yanked it up like he had picked it up a thousand. Like, he could have done reps with it, you know? And it was, it was literally... Is that the guy with the long hair? The long hair, yeah. yeah like, the, every, like, same thing. Everybody yeah. in the building yeah. was there watching this this last lift, you know? And Chloe was I was standing on video. a chair looking yeah. at it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> and he just ripped it up off the yeah. ground. It was a lot of fun. And it was a big moment for him. And, you know, like, it, listen, it wasn't a world record deadlift, but it was a no, big moment. That's what I'm getting at, you right? Know? It doesn't take... And that's, and that's yeah. what I, you know, that's what I try to tell every new lifter that comes into our gym or is looking to get into the sport at the end of the day dude if you're bench pressing 100 pounds and it's the most you've pressed everybody there is going to yeah. cheer you on or if you're bench pressing 500 pounds and it's the most you press it's going to be the same energy yeah you it'd know? be no different than a world record attempt yeah. energy yeah, yeah you really feel that and i felt that there and i remember that one in particular was quite you know uh boisterous as far as you know the energy in the room oh, yeah. at that moment. Yeah. I stood on that chair and I watched a guy. And that dude's a character. Oh, he's fun, man. Yeah. He's like, I can't wait. I, I believe he's going to be competing at States. Um, I can't wait to get him and I on the same platform because I think we might blow the roof off the building. Yeah, he's because a guy you want to hang out with. Yeah, man. well, yeah. that and, you know, I'm kind of the same way. I get really pumped up on that platform yeah. and kind of yeah. get things going. And I've, I've been known to scream and yell and everybody in the building kind of turn and look what's yeah. going on over there. So One way or the other, I'll get some attention. We're, yeah, here, we're yeah. going to be on the same right. platform, me being yeah. a 93 kilogram guy and him being a 105 kilogram guy. So that platform at States is going to be yeah. rocking. So yeah, you know, that's I'm going great. to tag him in our Instagram on this. So he knows I was talking about him. Yeah, do that. I want to, I want to make sure we get out, get his uh, name out there too. Uh, uh, yeah. On Instagram. Right. But uh, in any case, uh, and I like this look too. Man. Yeah. You know, just had this. I don't even know how to describe it. He's. I'm pretty sure he had like gold cross. It was awesome. It looked like Lawrence Taylor from back in the day, like like an old LT. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he loved that guy. Yeah, he had like a French braid. And I know everybody (laughs) out there is going, "What the fuck?" No, the dude looked cool. The dude looked like a Viking. Like my wife, my wife literally said, called him Uhtred from um, that Viking show. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost Kingdom. Every woman loves Uhtred. Yeah. Well, my wife goes. My wife goes. It's Uhtred. I go. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I got no chance. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, he was a character, man. I like that guy a lot. I, I, I wish I would have got a chance to meet him, and I'm sure I will. At Super nice guy too. I, yeah. Obviously, I spent a lot of time with him. So yeah, I, I think uh, goes without saying in, in all these sports, uh, particularly powerlifting and strongman. I should say, but uh, 95 percent in bodybuilding, uh, most people are pretty humble and willing to sit down and have a chat with you and talk about the sport they love. And oh, yeah. he was one of them for yeah. sure. So yeah. so anyhow, rookie rumble that uh, great event, and that was fun to be a part of that again this year. Um, another event that went on this weekend that, that I kind of was just going back and forth with, particularly on Saturday, I'd go outside and I was just checking, uh, Facebook, uh, they were streaming it, but I didn't get a chance to really get on the stream that much was strongman nationals, Mm -hmm. strongman corp had their nationals this weekend. 
you know, not a ton to say about that, but I do want to give credit where credit's due. It looked like a great event. Everything that I was watching on the videos, listen, they had six platforms going. Um, the equipment there is it's top notch, as it is on most national events. And to take nothing away from any other organization, Strongman Corp just really, boy, they don't spare any expense or make sure they get their sponsors. And they had a six of those Gorilla uh, wheelbarrows. Uh, I think Gorilla makes them. Man, those things are badass. Yeah. Those are just badass. Yeah, I saw those wheelbarrows, and I was like, good Lord. Double like, yeah. knobby tire. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they were using it on a wheelbarrow deadlift as well. So there was two. There was a medley they were using it for. So wheelbarrow, sandbag, yoke medley, I think it was. And then they had a wheelbarrow deadlift. Yeah. So, And if I remember correctly, I think the tires come off of it, it mounts to the floor, and you're able to. So it's got multi. It's multifunctional, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. was cool. But uh, yeah, man, they did a great job there. I mean, the venue was awesome. Uh, they did a sandbag over over height or over bar, I guess you'd call it. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's like sandbag. Toss. I, I love that sandbag yeah. toss. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun event. And I have spectators like that too. And um, you know, I didn't get all the winners and losers and that kind of thing. I, again, I'll just point everybody in the direction of Strongman Corporation Facebook page, also the Instagram. I was still kind of waiting for all that to come out even before I got here today, and I didn't see a lot of it. I, I thought maybe Iron Podium would have results. You ever find different difficulty finding results? I, I got to get a hold of Iron Podium and find out well, how to do that. I, I, Iron Podium does mostly um, United States Strongman stuff. Do they? Mm -hmm. I thought. I think they have some other Strongman Corp stuff on there, but if you go look through, they're almost all United States Strongman really? or local Isn't shows. Isn't that something? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a shame. Then strong iron pole. We had a couple of people down there, or well, at least one from our area. Um, some some local people down there. Amber Klein was down there. Um, I think that's her last name, Klein. She yeah, yeah. she uh, competed at Motor City with with our Amber, and um, she's competed all over. She was down there at at, at at nationals, and I think she placed like seventh or eighth, and which was the same place she placed last year. And she's like I don't know, like forty or something. Yeah, yeah. She's this. She's uh, the fifty. What is she? Uh, not not sixty five. She's in a like fifty two class. Something she? like that. She's yeah. a small, small, yeah, small, right? small yeah. stout. Yeah. yeah okay. I know Amber. Blonde yeah. girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I, well, geez, our podium. I'm gonna have to find out what's really going on here. I don't like that. I, I don't like how listen. Information you don't take my word for it. Okay. Double check that. Right, but I every will. time I I've will. looked at there, it's all been strongman or uh, United States strongman, and then other like local kind of non-sanctioned stuff. Okay. I do think they have a tab up there that says Strongman Corp, but I don't think there's everything anything ever to list. Well, maybe on. that's just a disconnect, or you know, there's yeah. all these politics and personalities. Well, and in these it's sports, not Iron so Podium's yeah. job to get it there. If Strongman yeah. Corp doesn't want to use Iron Podium, that's on them. So yeah, you know. that's true in either way, right? I mean, yeah. it's just it is what it is. And but I hope I hope any of this type of stuff, if it, it does exist doesn't exist at some point it's yeah. only going to better us as a fans and as, as yeah as, as it's better. one of the things that's kind of a the downside to um other federations and powerlifting in our yeah. in our area like sure. the the reason usapl is so popular up here is gina's done a fantastic job organizing it and i don't just mean the actual shows but organizing the events all in one location to find them register for them and and the other organizations kind of haven't done that yet yeah. um so yeah. it's like USAPL dominates in our state and then you know USA, USPA which is also a great organization just kind of willy-nilly thrown in here and there if you know somebody that knows somebody that knows about one you can yeah. kind of get up, signed up for it so um, I think it's one of the areas of improvement for all of our strength sports that we can do you know is kind of get a, a company like an iron podium to just really get to the grindstone whether you got to make a little bit of money doing it you know charge 
two bucks per register, you know, per person sure. that registers or something to, to make up for it. Great. Do that. But to get all the strongman events in one area, to get all the powerlifting events in one area, regardless of federation, helps with spectators. It helps with competitors. It helps with organization, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. And, and all these strength sports leagues in particular, all feed into one another. I mean, if there's not, there's very rare. And we, we talked to Sean about this and we've talked to other people in the sport there's not a there's not a loyalty to it. No, there's an appreciation for them sure. all. Yeah, I don't think you get. And it's people that we've spoke with. There's not really even with the powerlifting scene. Very rarely do you come across a guy that says I only compete here and uh, fuck everybody else. Yeah, I think everybody has maybe their favorite, but it's usually because of something like I just mentioned, yeah. like. Everybody here loves USAPL because it's so organized so yeah. well. You know, over on the West Coast, everybody loves the what WRPO because it's so organized so well. You yeah. know, it's just kind of whoever kind of gravitated to one organization and took ownership of it and organized it well. The area loves that organization. You know, so yeah, you're right because I know Strongman Corp in particular is a little bigger in Texas than than USA United States Strongman, and so in the same in yeah. the same sort of sentence, there it's it's goes without saying. There's going to be demographic areas in the demographics that kind of lean towards one as opposed to the other. But yeah, let's just hope they there's there's resources that all get on the same page. For I, mean, sure. I, I think that's yeah. all we ask as a consumer, a spectator or, or, or an editor, athlete, you know, we just like, want to see everything. It's, yeah. It's like a perfect example. Like, of course I speak a lot for the powerlifting side of things, but like as a powerlifter, I would love to compete at USPA events. I'd love to compete at APF events, but I can never find them. Right. And my, I can go on to Kyoso's website right now and find the next, six powerlifting meets for USAPL. I'll sign up for them. And then all of a sudden, somebody will go, hey, you're going to compete. By the at, way, yeah. You're going to compete at USPA yeah. in February? No, I'm signed up for four USAPL meets because they're the year's planned out. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a little more willy-nilly in some yeah. of these organizations. And, and, and maybe just because they haven't put together those resources. And that's what it is, yeah. yeah. And I get it. There's a lot on these, these plates of these organizations. But you think that would be a very important one. Yeah. Let's make sure we get the information out there. So in any case, Strongman Corp Nationals, uh, yeah, it looked great. It looked like a great event. Uh, it was a big event. Uh, Maybe may some issues with how many people watched it. It was hard to see, you know, kind of the way it was being filmed, uh, what the spectators or the crowd looked like. But uh, in any case, uh, I know the competitors certainly loved it because it looked like a fantastically run event. Uh, certainly six platforms going, there was no loss of entertainment yeah. value i mean certainly be able to watch all these guys and gals compete against one another so kudos to strongman corp nationals uh strongman corp and nationals this year i look forward to getting to one of their events soon and i, I know that uh we've talked to a couple people and perhaps that could happen earlier in the year this year in 2022 so in any case moving along yeah i'd like to get down to see one of those i didn't get to see a whole lot of the nationals i only saw kind of clips of like i said some competitors that that we know through the grapevine mm -hmm. they had some video clips you know that they showed but i didn't get to see any of the like stream or any of that stuff so yeah um i, I think they're getting better at it i know that strongman corp had enough to get on youtube right away which i like i, I let me i don't want to not mention that because it was really kind of a nice thing was within 24 hours they had everything posted so it, right now you can get on, which in the past it haven't been as fortunate, maybe just because it was nationals or not, or maybe they're just finally catching on. Let's get this information out, this yeah. you know, this stuff out. While it's hot, right? Strike while the iron's hot. Everybody's wondering and watching mm -hmm. and let me get on and get on YouTube and, and not get on there a month later after it's over with and we're getting on to something different. Yeah. I mean, beyond the podcast, if they want me to come down and live stream these events for them, let me know. I careful can, what you wish I can, for. I can yeah. produce some pretty cool live stream stuff too. So Yeah, careful <laughs> what you wish for, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can we can volunteer our time. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, Strongman Corp Nationals and and uh, and the Rookie Rumble, and those are probably the two big highlights from the weekend. And I know Nationals in the bodybuilding scene is coming up here in about a month or so. That's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, once we get on to kind of that that road, we've got a few people we're going to be chatting with and rooting and cheering a few people on and making our predictions as usual. Yeah, so far we're 0-2. Uh, I'd say we're 2 for 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, there's always a positive twist we can put on these things. Yeah, that was a unique show. But, uh, well, 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 yeah, anyhow, we'll, we'll get on that some other time. But uh, So we did get a couple questions um, um, from... Man, I, uh, can I say real quick before we get to those? Yes, yeah. This is probably my favorite part of our episodes. What's when that? people send us questions and we get to discuss them, because I have a thousand ideas and, and I have an opinion about everything. Yeah. But when somebody sends us a question that they're actually interested in hearing about, this is my favorite part. So guys, keep sending us questions or comments or whatever that we can discuss and destroy. And uh, yeah. we'll have yeah. a little bit of fun with it. So there's a couple of them. Like, we have one question coming up. I'm not even sure we should, but we'll get to that. So, we'll get to that. Yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, let's yeah. get to these questions. No, I do too. I like the questions. I, I just think they kind of just keep us on our game a little bit as far as, well, our opinion, whatever that's Well, not only is. that, but just kind of what people want to hear. Yeah, right? it's if fun. If you're asking it's us, fun. you want to know about it. I think sometimes we find out a lot, but lot, uh, excuse me, find out a lot about people when you ask them a question. They're just, you know, whether they're prepared to answer it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you just answer it. You so. know, I think, like, like I said, I think we need to look into doing a, a live Q&A one time oh, just boy. to let these yeah, people like yeah. this like hot fire questions at us and get our actual you know not that we're never candid but sometimes we're maybe a little bit more thought through than candid get our actual candid oh, responses the candid ones. Yeah. oh lord yeah. yeah that could be rough or amazing around. yeah I stumble around when I'm actually thinking about <laughs> shit I actually have to put it out there at a moment's notice we did get a cool one though and this is one that 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 I know we Everybody has their opinion. And this is the best part about this question. There's no real right or wrong answer. Uh, what is the most, what is the most, uh, what is it, rated or best rated supplement in your opinion? Like what supplement do you need in your arsenal and can't live without? Mm -hmm. and, and it's a it's a pillar of your of your supplements. Yeah. And then what is the most uh, overrated and underrated, I guess? So sure. I'll let you start. Uh, all right. Yeah. Here we go. Um, first and foremost, most, uh, the, the number one supplement that I need personally for me is, um, is really just, just some sort of pre-workout and it's, and it has little to do with any of the crap that they try to sell you in it that like, um, you know, it's going to make you perform better or any of that stuff. And the caffeine doesn't actually wake me up cause I'm ADD. It actually mellows me out. Okay. Wait a second. You're, this is the one you actually this is the one I okay. like. Yeah, yeah. This is the one I like. Right. Yeah, I know. It sounds like I don't, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. But the reason is, is it's ritualistic for me. It is the okay. jumping point of going to the gym. So for me, it has little to do with the actual supplement and more to do with the ritual of mixing my pre-workout, drinking my pre-workout as I'm going into the gym. It really, it, it's a mind thing for me. It sets my mind into gym mode. Mm -hmm. So as far as like actual performance and stuff, it doesn't matter to me. Honestly, it could be, I mean, it could be any number of pre-workouts out there that, that do little to nothing for yeah. you. But for me, it's that it's that mentality, it's that shift, it's that like I said before, it's a it's a brain thing for me. So it gets me in in the mode to go to the gym. So I have to have a pre workout of some sort. That is like the number one thing for me. Okay. Um, obviously, proteins and things like that are are very very important to me. Um, collagen's very very important to me. I'm getting old, and you know my joints and bones and all those things need that stuff. But 
but for the actual value for getting to the gym and getting things done, it's, it's a pre-workout for me. So, so it's more of a, uh, it's a mental switch. It's, yeah. it's, it's like if you took that pre-workout and got to the gym, if you didn't have what we have downstairs and the fucking doors were closed, you'd freak out. I would kick the doors yeah. in. Because I just took my pre-workout. Yeah. I need to it's work It's time out. to work out. Whether it's working it's physically or not. It's not doing anything right. physically. Like I said, yeah. caffeine for me actually mellows me out, helps me focus more. It doesn't give me that hyper energy. Yeah. Um, it's not, it never really, you know, given me any extra focus or any of that crap that they claim that it does. It's just that, that process. It's like now I'm in gym mode. It's right. gym time. You know, I think a lot of people would agree with you there that that's, that's flipped the switch. Yeah. Took my, pre, you know, whether you want to shot that stuff. Okay. Dry yeah, well. I don't know what your routine is, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of people, right? Yeah. It's also the you. only way I get my yeah. water, you know, <laughs> I think it is. You're right. You and your wife both. You know, let's not go down that road. So, you know, I yeah. drink that. And in fact, I actually drink them throughout the day, but, and then the most overrated and I'm going to get crapped on for this BCAAs. I, I think there's some people in your camp. Yeah, I, I know there's a lot of people that ag that agree that you have to have them and, and this and that and and they're a must have. Um, for me, I I prefer I'm in the EAA camp, the essential amino acid camp, as opposed to the branch chain amino acid camp. The EAAs are the the things that we have to have in our body that we don't ever get enough right. of anyways. Right. Branch chain amino acids, right? We everybody knows they're the building blocks of proteins. Blah blah blah, but. If we're, if we're taking protein, we're supplementing protein, we're eating protein, right. the BCAA really isn't that important. Yep. Whereas the, the, the essential amino acids that we don't get are much more important. So um, I'm, I've just never been a BCAA guy. I know people like to drink them and, and it might be a mental thing for them too to help them get their water in because they, they can get flavored BCAAs. It does for me. I, I will yeah. say this. It does for me. And again, I agree with you, though. In the, I'm in the camp as well that BCAAs a lot of times are covered by other aspects of your diet, right? Uh, EAAs, however, I do agree yep. with that. So I'm right with you on that. But I do take BCAAs because like, it's my Kool-Aid from my water. It's Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, it's Kool-Aid. I figured, well, if I'm not going to use this, this, this like, like sugar replacement like country time or yeah, Kool-Aid yeah. or whatever the hell I'm using, right? Why not use some BCAAs? And I think that's a lot of people yeah. do. Like you'll notice the guy at Powerhouse got that gallon jug yeah, of water with BCAAs. There. It's, right. There's BCAAs in there because it's how they get that water in. And I don't blame them on that because I'm, nope. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the anti-water camp. Unfortunately, not because I don't want to drink water. I just hate water. It, you know, it, so. and it also kind of curves that sweet tooth sometimes. You know, yeah, a little you bit. Make it a sure. little bit stronger. Plus, I can... think most BCAAs taste like crap. But there's some good ones. I think are the there? right. Yeah, there are. Bad. There are. I, I like Axe and Sledge. Uh, Seth Ferrosi's uh, line of products. Yep. Uh, I I think they're they taste really good. Yeah. So, so I I, I I drink a lot of bucked up stuff. I like bucked up's pre workout, which we're giving some of that yeah, stuff yeah, away, yeah. guys. Um, I like their pre workout. I think it's the best tasting pre workout on the market. That's their tagline, and I I agree with them. But their BCAAs do not taste the same. Damn! Why can't they get that right? I don't know. I mean, what are we missing? Literally, it's just a flavor thing. Isn't yeah. It? So mean, literally, you <laughs> take the grape. Pre-workout, which is the most yeah. amazing, yeah. and you drink it, awesome. And then you take the grape BCAAs, and it has a little grape flavor, and then it tastes, it has a weird fucking Yeah, it must be the BCAAs. It's got to be something in there, yeah. So those are my two. I have to have a pre-workout. Obviously, guys, there's a ton of them out there. It depends on what you're doing, strength and bodybuilding and things like that. Obviously, I drink a lot of protein. Um, and then creatine, or not creatine, uh, collagen is probably the newest thing that I've added over the last year. Um, yeah, how do you is, like that? 
I really do like it. Um, I, I, it definitely helps, I think, a little bit with, uh, with just kind of like bone and joint support. Yeah. I also obviously take fish oils and all that stuff. But when I added that in, I kind of noticed a lot of um, joint pain kind of subsided. Um, yeah. Has started yeah. to go away or has lessened. Um, so I really drink, I actually drink that uh, as a post-workout which is just a more pre-workout mixed with collagen and, and some glutamine. And, and Yeah, more is better with that stuff, yeah, too. My sister and mom make some great bone broth for me all the time. Yeah. They, they, every time they come over, they'll give me a few pints of it, you know, for the freezer. And I, yeah, yeah for the same reason, right, collagen, a lot of that support you get. Yep. And not to mention, it's a different cup of coffee in the morning, a nice warm cup of bone broth. Yeah. Oh, man, a little sea yes. salt in it. Yeah. And for me, like, I just, my diet's terrible. I don't, um, I don't get a lot of the things that I need to in a diet. Yeah, so supplementing is important. Supplementing is just yeah. important for me to get right. that, those kind of things. Like, I don't eat fish, so to get the fatty acids, to get the fats from from the fish oils and stuff, I have to supplement that. I know some people that eat a lot of fish wouldn't really never have to supplement, you know, the omega three fat, sure, even sure. as long as they're eating the skin, whatever. But um, yeah, for me, is supplementation super important because my diet sucks. I'm super picky in how I eat, and it's just. Yeah. Yeah, it's I think that goes change. without saying for a lot of guys too. You know, I think you fall into this this uh, lifting sports or the gym life and you and you don't have the best diet and, and a lot of times you're not going to change it it's just kind of who you are i tried i've yeah, tried yeah right and i have made some cha- some changes for sure but it's just not yeah well not there's right. but now there's a plethora of things out there yeah. that you can reasonably substitute in your diet from a supplement standpoint that's going to give you what you need you know another thing that i use a lot of and i'll get you to my two here yeah, in a second is, get is greens powder yes. it's a blessing it's yes. a blessing super yes. greens and if, if you're not on super greens out there and you're only eating a couple pieces of broccoli a day, you Bro, better get on that Super shit. greens, like, they taste like crap. Well, still, they even make the grape flavor to the fruit they flavor. They still taste like crap. I, well, listen, it's palatable. <laughs> it's still palatable. You can be wrong. It doesn't feel like you're drinking like a... Like I, a I, I suggest like mixing a, in a shot and A juice green that. bean or something, you know, but it, it's definitely better tasting. And I'll usually put my BCAAs in with it, it so there you go. go. I'll get back to that. But to kind of give it a better flavor. But yeah, there's just so many great supplements out there now. And... and Proven supplements, right? Yes. You know, we've gone through this era where a lot of these supplements are, are unfounded or not third-party checked. And But there are some some supplements out there, especially with the greens powder kind of thing or the beet powder. And yeah, reds They make powders. reds and greens, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. You want to talk about feel good and get your digestive tract working, right? Uh, that's Because I know, I know a lot of people don't do the greens. Chicken, rice, chicken, no. rice, chicken, yeah. rice. I don't hear green beans or broccoli or, or even I mean asparagus even then, and like, all that shit. So. You you can't eat enough broccoli to get enough of the the vitamins that you. That's need what's nice the, about yeah. the greens powder, right? Yeah. You can take one thing of that; it's like seven yeah. servings of broccoli. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. kind of the same thing with protein. When I talk to people about protein, I go, "You cannot physically eat enough protein." Like if we're talking 1.5 grams per pound of body weight, you know, I mean, that's seven whole chickens. Maybe that's a good segue (laughs) into my two. But like, if you want a company before you get into yours, if you want a company that really kind of does, and I, I, there's great ones out there. I'm not taking anything away from like accent sledge and bucked up. Cause I listen, I take a lot of of bucked up products. Jim supplement science really takes his, uh, supplements. This literally. is JYM, by the way. Yeah, JYM. JYM. Yeah. And his, Jim, Jim Stepani. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. his name is JIM, but right. his company is JYM. Right. But yeah, Jim Supplement really takes his supplementation to a science 
um, and, and really tries to put in there what you need as an athlete. Now his, his line has gotten broader and broader. Um, it used to be literally a pre-workout, a post-workout and some yeah. fast digesting carbohydrates and some protein. Um, but he really takes it down to, like you said, proven, he literally, everything that he makes, he puts into a lab, he tests. I mean, he's yeah. a, he's a doctor, he has a PhD. Right. Um, he literally tests these things out scientifically so that if you're taking it, it's doing it's something for you. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot more companies that are legitimate and there's a lot of them out there's there. There's a lot of them. Yep. They're doing some third party testing now to verify what's, cause you know, listen, the FDA doesn't regulate supplements. No. They could be I can any, put whatever I want fucking into drywall pill. dust in there. Yep. It doesn't matter. Yep. So uh, I always recommend that to people, you know, a lot of times people will go to Walmart for their shit too, by the way. Yeah. I'm I here know. to tell you, and I worked at Home Depot for years back in the day. <laughs> Body they, it's not the same shit. <laughs> Body Fortress isn't the same. Well, it, well that's not, and I, I guess I should be clear about that. Home Depot doesn't sell supplements, but you know, when you buy like a, a faucet set from yes, Home Depot, yes. it's specifically made for them. Yep. It's dumbed down, as is a lot of the shit that Walmart gets that mm -hmm. you think you're getting this great deal on this $20 yeah. jug of protein. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. Read, read it. Yeah, it's, Menards, it's, Menards yeah. sells all B-stock product if you shop at Menards, yeah. and there's a reason they're cheaper than everybody. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I caution people. Not every now and then, yeah, if you get a little C4 at Walmart by accident because they got some in, it's probably real C4. Yeah. And I'm referring to the pre-workout, not the actual explosive. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my two... Um, this is going to be a big shocker, right? The most right, right. overrated <laughs> supplement out there mm -hmm. is protein. Powder. I knew you were going to say that. It is protein. Powder. Yeah. It's fucking propaganda out there that promote this shit. You don't need it. You don't. I listen. I'm maybe I'm the wrong guy. Maybe I'm the right guy. Maybe I'm going to be made, made up when it. I say this. Yeah. I'm going I'm to change your opinion on it. I'm 275 pounds right now. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I'm a little soft. 275 I was 240 something about four months ago. I'm kind of going into the growing season. Right. Hey, if the leaves are blowing, it's time to start growing. All right. I'm growing. I'm a little ahead of schedule right now. But uh, in any case, to me, and I'm not suggesting that protein isn't necessary. Right. I do think that's overrated as well to some degree. The 1.5 thing, and all of a sudden I'm 300 pounds. I'm going on 1.5. I got to eat 450. Bullshit. It's just not going to happen. Like you said, it's about absorption, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not a big whey protein guy. I don't like whey protein. Whey protein gives people a lot of fucking problems. Very hard on the stomach. Yeah, and again, you don't know. There's a lot of fillers in that shit. Yep. There's all kinds of stuff going on with it. And I'm not exactly sure even when you're getting your two scoops 40 that you might be getting 10 grams of protein out of that. It's more of a psychological thing for people, I think, to pound that shake down with whatever goodies they put in it. I get it. There's some pure forms of isolated whey protein that are better than others from a from a digestive or, or absorption standpoint, or so they say, again, this is all kind of speculation, mm -hmm. even on the scientific part of it. But I'm, but let me back up and say protein to me is all about absorption, period. And if I'm eating five or six times a day, which generally anytime we can substitute whole foods for any type of protein or meal replacement, we're going to try to do that. We all know that. Yeah. The best thing to do is eat whole, whole foods, foods yeah. period. Um, and the way your body responds to that on a, on a, on a on a natural level is much better for you for digestion and absorption as well. Um, so yeah, protein powder to me is the big one. And I think really protein powder has been propagated by the industry over the years. It's gotten to the point now where if you're in the gym or you're, the gym is a part of your life, like it is ours, it's almost like it's an automatic I got to find or got to buy my protein sure. powder. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Yeah. Well, I'll you tell know? you exactly why. Yeah. So the protein powder was invented because our diets are crap. And while we may eat six times a day, the majority of us aren't eating whole chickens six times a day. 
Yeah. You know, a big portion of what a lot of us eat on a regular daily basis in our day-to-day jobs is Taco Bell, McDonald's, Arby's, which I love Arby's. They might be the whole, the, the most whole food, fast food out <laughs> there. They? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Roast beef's pretty roast beefy. Well, I but, had one the other day. I'm not going to lie. Not, <laughs> I, I like, but right. So like our diet's, our diet's terrible. So a lot of that stuff that we're getting protein from our McDonald's chicken sandwich is not it's 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 as fake protein as anything else right yeah, so yeah. like you're not counting that these are discarded meals these yeah are f- meals of bullshit they're that filler are, you get nothing yeah from they're them. filler yeah. so so protein was then really became big because we weren't getting the right diet it was right? more geriatric really what yeah. i mean these protein drinks came out yeah <laughs> long before they were kind of implemented into the bodybuilding or gym scene right mm-hmm. it was another supplemental way for Older, older people, people to mm-hmm. get some type of nutrient in their body. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. There's probably something good coming from that. Yeah. But the way we utilize protein, I don't. You, you're. I haven't had a jug of protein on my counter in fucking years. Mm-hmm. I take. I drink like one shake or two maybe a week from the gym when I'm getting done working out. And I also put about five strawberries in that thing and a scoop of peanut butter. And I'm probably getting more from those strawberries, strawberries and, and peanut butter, peanut butter <laughs> than I am the actual protein. <laughs> but in any case, yeah, I've lived without it. I, I don't need it in my diet. But I will piggyback that with my most important supplement, mm-hmm. and that's digestive enzymes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and if you're not on digestive enzymes, uh, probiotic, prebiotic, you're missing the fucking boat, period. Because it, the, everything's in the gut. We know yeah. this. And it all starts in the gut and how we absorb and digest. Um, and when I, and I, boy, and I'm, I was late to the party on this. That was about two years ago. I was talking to a friend of mine. I always walk around bloaty as shit. Worse than I look right now. I mean, really bloaty. Like, you know, I'm ready. Little did I know, maybe there's some other issues going on too. But in any case... It was uh, all I, that protein powder. Uh, it was all the protein powder, <laughs> sure. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, wasn't right. No pun intended. Um, and he said, yeah, you really need to get on a prebiotic or a probiotic. You know, and I, and I did. And it wasn't like I wasn't drinking kombucha and doing some other kind of yogurt stuff. But really having that pill that I was taking with meals or the one I take now is like twice a day. It, it changed my life. Mm-hmm. My bloat went away. My digestion issues went away. My my, my irregularity went away. Listen, every Everything. human being yeah. on this planet right now, if they're not taking a digestive enzyme, is probably irregular. Yes. You know, yeah. most people yeah. don't realize that we are designed to be like babies. If you want to know how your body is supposed to digest, watch a baby eat. Yeah. And watch what happens after they eat. Yeah, it's, that's, we corrupt our system. That's what's supposed age. to happen yeah. even now, yeah. right? It's right. not like all of a sudden we stopped, right? right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. And we we corrupt our system with all this, you know, poison. Really, I mean, all this shit that's out there besides whole foods and even some of that even stuff, the whole you know. foods. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's certainly the truth. There's no question. But yeah, to me, it's all about absorption. Mm-hmm. And my life changed when my absorption changed. Yep. The whole foods that I was eating, I, I was responding better from them. I was in an anabolic state as a result of them. I was building muscle even at a later age. I was getting stronger. I was I was feeling better. Uh, the, my food wasn't overwhelming me anymore or, or dictating my day to me. I was getting my five to six whole foods meals in a day, getting rid of the protein powder entirely because I, I, I don't think it's necessary. But again, if you're one of those guys out there that doesn't have the opportunity to conveniently get in a meal, by any stretch, I'm saying do your protein powder. Listen, 
do one a day. You starting to do two That's a day. That's literally it for me. Yeah, you're yeah. doing two a day. Okay, I got a little bit of a problem with that. And if, hey, man, if you're a guy that's out there doing more than two shakes a day, you better really take a closer look at what yeah. the hell you're doing because yeah. that is not the solution. Literally, my protein powder is, and this is, this is um, again, uh, kind of from a, a Jim Stepani's kind of philosophy. Um, I followed him very early on in my fitness career. Um, he's the one that helped me lose all of my weight. Um, so there are still things that I, I kind of cling to him for, but, um, post-workout immediate post-workout, I cannot eat within 30 minutes post-workout. Um, my, I just not, my, I, my, my yeah. body does not want it. Makes my sense. body does yeah, not want food. Like so post-workout, I literally fast digesting carbohydrates and then slam protein just because, you know, I want to get that back into my system as fast as humanly possible. And, and that's really it. That's the one time I drink protein is literally that it, it's almost, I don't take a post-workout like there's a pre and intro and post and I don't agree with all that crap either. Yeah. There's uh, a science behind all that, but you're right. Yeah, it, it could be a bit overwhelming anyhow. Yeah, My post-workout, yeah. my post-workouts yeah. literally, you know, um, uh, uh, collagen, uh, glutamine, uh, fast digesting carbs, usually a dextrose of some sort and then protein. protein. That's right. And that's it. Yeah. Slam that down yeah. 30, with, right after my workout, and that's that's my post And I, I think that's the way it fits into most people's routine as well. I think a majority of people out there would say, yeah, that's when I take it, right after I get done working out. Okay. I, like I said, I would do it too, maybe yep. once or twice a week. Uh, but I, I think a lot of times protein powder has created this sort of this laziness to food prep. Yeah, uh, I think people look at the idea now. Well, if I don't get my food prepared, I can just drink a protein mm -hmm. shake, and I think you're not doing yourself yeah. any justice by doing that. Yeah. Uh, but again, uh, Whole Foods, you know, and, and our 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 friends throughout the lifting community that we know and, and talk to all the time would agree with us as well that the steak, chicken, fish, eggs, you know, sure. listen, if you can find a combination of those throughout the day, a variety of protein sources, not just a whey, right? Because then we get stuck on just whey protein. Not good. I also, mean, I don't take just a whey protein. Right. You take a complex, a blend. Yeah. it's a blend, yeah. right? So that's maybe a better way yep. to do it if you're getting one shake a day yep. too. And, and I know a lot of guys in the bodybuilding scene want to use the isolated way, the, the pure isolated mm -hmm. way. And, and matter of fact, pure is one of them and or pure isolated. Yep. Uh, yep. But there, there's some good ones out there, supposedly. I, it's never been on my, my, on my radar. I, I don't care to use it anymore. And listen, I'm not hurting. I'm 275 pounds this morning. Uh, and I'm a growing boy right now, yeah. you know, and I'll keep it somewhat comfortable, you know, going into the off season, but it's protein powders not getting me there. I'm for no lack of yeah. getting good food in, but what I attribute it to is my digestive enzymes. Mm -hmm. So I get back to that again. The reason I'm performing well right now, even at my age and in all the years that I put in the gym, uh, and I'm not declining is simply because I'm absorbing good food daily, mm -hmm. all day, every day. And that's the, that's the key, right? I think that's when, again, like kind of like me, when supplementation becomes important really is when you're not getting good food in all day, every day, which I don't, right. I don't. So I really have to make sure that I'm taking greens. I'm taking the collagen. I'm taking yeah. the things that I'm missing in my diet, knowing that I'm missing them mm -hmm. in my diet. And that's what I think kind of two things real quick. Number one, not all proteins are created the same. No. Just, there's a whole wide variety of them. Mm -hmm. But number two, I think that's the important thing to get back to is for people to remember that it's called supplementation for a reason. It is, it is a supplement to our diet. It is not our diet. 
So number one is we need to get our diet as straight as we possibly can. And if you're like me, that you're going to have some restrictions. And just because I'm a stubborn asshole, I hate. Or you just might have restrictions because that's. Or you might have restrictions. So at that point, then you need to take your restrictions. By the way, self restricted. Self restricted. Yeah. So then at that point, you take a look at your diet and you go, okay, here's what I'm getting from my diet. Then you say, this is what I'm missing, and then you supplement accordingly. Nothing more. Nothing less. Because honestly, like if you go into some of these people supplement cabinets well half that shit's unused it, anyhow. yeah but I mean, it just blow your fucking mind i know people you, you're talking about yeah. i have similar yeah that so yeah. and then you go yeah. into my supplement cabinet and there's four fucking items and it's the things that i'm that missing that's right. yeah. yeah good point there right we we i got a buddy of mine I'll, i won't mention his name craig um he, he, i thought you said he wouldn't mention his name. I, I did he, i'm calling him out that fucker will buy anything, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's getting better. He uses his turmeric and, and some of the other supplements, but it could be something else that came out that he read about, man. It's sitting in his cupboard right now, probably unused, half unused, or three quarters of the bottle sitting there. He's one of those guys, yeah. right? If it sounds great, it's a quicker way to get something done. He's putting it in his cabinet. Uh, and, and But he is getting better. So in your defense, Craig, you're getting better at, at supplementing. Uh, but you're right. If, and you better regiment that stuff because mm-hmm. if you think for a second, just because today I'm taking turmeric that my inflammation is going to go down, you better re- rethink that. You have to get this stuff inundated into your system. It has to be a, a routine. Yes. It usually takes a week yes. or two. And, and turmeric's a big one, right? Everybody talks about turmeric out there and there's some different types and what they're... Listen, I, I've taken it. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It has not for everybody. Not everybody's taken it. But I, inflammation that was an issue with me with my hip in particular and my knee. And I wanted to kind of help that out a little bit from a natural point of view. Uh, of course, got turned on to turmeric. And I, does it work? Or I wasn't sure. I'm just taking a fucking bottle of it, right, for a month and going, okay, fuck, I don't know. Am I, am I not feeling bad today because I didn't walk seven flights of steps? Right. I, I don't know. Right. But I'll tell you, when you regiment it every day and all of a sudden you stop using it, talk to me two weeks later. Tell me how you're feeling, because some of this shit's for real, just like your collagen, mm-hmm. you know. But there's some stuff out there that you yeah. could argue isn't really doing what it needs to do, anyhow. So the other things that I use, I use turmeric, uh, fish oil. I use uh, a vitamin D, K2. Yep. Uh, I, you can't get enough of that. There's so much science out there about yep. how more of that is better. Uh, I do a ashwagandha. That's more of a relaxation thing. Um, I do some CBD, you know, I've oh, yeah. gotten, I have CBD on cream. CBD. Yeah, I, we've all got yeah. some form of CBD form in our lives CBD, right yeah. now. <laughs> Uh, what else do I do? Uh, and I do my digestive enzymes, of course. And I do what they, what they call bergamot. Bergamot is yeah. citrus, mm-hmm. uh, right? It's just cardiovascular health. Uh, it helps with with cholesterol in particular. It even helps break that down. So, you know, there's some great supplements out there. Not even really supplements. Some of them like bergamot. It's just a whole food. Regular whole down. foods, vitamins. Yeah, yeah. turmeric's literally same whole thing. Food. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, yeah. most of our supplements could come from whole foods. They, right. Right. <laughs> and if you go look at most of the anti-inflammatory stuff, it's literally like turmeric and crap in a pill. All of our all yeah. of our fucking medicine comes from whole. Food. Yeah. You know, some yeah. some something some out form. there. They just yeah. want to you know monopolize it, turn it into a pill, and charge you a fortune for it. But ultimately, we can find it in the natural world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I guess you know without being a blend, it's more specific to just a bergamot, just a tumor, yep. that sort of thing. Yep. And I keep it pretty simple too. Uh, you know, every now and then I'll find something and give it like a mushroom complex. I've been reading a lot about mushrooms and fungus and how it works, you know, from a, from an antioxidant and a cancer fighting properties mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. I'll give it a try. Why sure. not? You know, if I don't get upset stomach from it, which, oh, by the way, I took, you ever take charcoal? 
No. <laughs> Why the fuck did I take charcoal? I was reading something one day on charcoal about how it detoxifies your body, right? Because it absorbs. Like people, when they get poisoned, <laughs> they yeah. take charcoal. Yeah. I took charcoal for like three days, man. You want to talk about just shitting myself. It was terrible. Uh, anyhow, I don't recommend charcoal if you don't need it. So in Craig's defense, I've done some stupid shit too. Listen, I think we all kind of try different stuff, like especially as competitors or just, you know, athletes or whatever. Like if something comes out and says, Hey, you know, this is something that's not been done before. I, you know, sure. We're going to probably try it maybe once or twice and yeah. just kind of see what happens. But like you said, a lot of it comes down to a lot of these things don't work unless they are regimented, unless they are consistently taken you know the turmeric and like if you take turmeric one time your yeah. inflammation is not going anywhere yeah, eat some curry you yeah. can get it one time too right know? exactly yeah. so it's it's a regimen of these things but mm -hmm. um i'm sure we've all tried it like when i first started out my 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 cabinet looked ridiculous too i had pre and intra and post and fast digesting carbs and protein and greens and a multivitamin and it was like and that's when i was kind of like this can't be right like this can't be life dude like i'm yeah. like I had to have a schedule like on my phone on when to take all this crap. And I was like, there's got to be a simple. It's nice way. in theory to think if I regimented all this, yeah. that I'm just going to turn into this I'm Superman, Superman yeah. or Hulk character. It's, but it's not true. Yeah. We know that. I, I think the supplement industry in particular loves the gym world for the reason of we're all looking for that one thing to give us the advantage or sure. whether that through strength, health. Uh, energy, whatever it might yeah. be, weight loss. Yep. Uh, what's the new pill? I'm going to take it, and you know, Craig will be the first one in line, and there'll be a thousand people behind him. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, you know what else? And one more, one more, uh, one more supplement that I think is is probably the, been the standard in the industry now for 30 years, and it should be. Uh, it's a it's a foundation or a, a pillar of a supplement that a lot of people use. It. I don't actually regimen it enough because what happens? I'll run out of it. It's creatine. I'll run mm -hmm. out of creatine and I'll fucking forget to buy it for three weeks and go, God damn it. How did I forget to buy creatine? You know, because it really does. There's a significant difference in the way you perform, the way you feel when you're on creatine. And there's a big, you know, there's a big study that's done on creatine, how it helps cardiovascular health. And yep. It's got no negative effects. It's, it's probably the single, well, one of the single most important simple supplements that you could take yep. that I would recommend to you if you were 15 or if you were 55. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's in my pre-workout, um, and it's also in my post-workout mix that I kind of mix my stuff, yeah. you know, with my with creatine. Um, make sure I get the right amount, and there's yeah, you know, five there's grams a day. I think five it grams is. a day. Yeah, there's yeah. and there's all kinds of these things about loading, front end loading, and all this crap. All just garbage. take five grams. That's right. Five grams a day. That's what your body's going to expend throughout the day. That's what you need to put back yeah. into your body. It's, it's very very simple. And it's, it's reasonably inexpensive. Yeah. Personally, I take uh, the HCL version. It's easier on my stomach mm -hmm. than monohydrate. But you know, and there are a couple. You know, there's creatine monohydrate, creatine HCL. Effervescent, uh, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get a jump on you. I'm gonna buy this effervescent shit for five times more money. <laughs> My, it's worth. Micronized effervescent <laughs> yeah. HCL create right. like either to me. There's monohydrate and HCL. HCL happens to be a little bit easier on my stomach, so I take HCL. One or the other, they're, yeah. they're both great. So you know, I think if I'm not mistaken, when I was younger, and creatine was you bought creatine at a feed store. Uh, creatine monohydrate mm -hmm. was initially started out as something I think they were given horses. Probably. And, and only simply because they didn't know how it worked with humans, I think. Right. I think. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll fact check myself. But I can remember vaguely when Just I was like, like 10 going, or 12. Going down to Legend Land and feed. <laughs> well, they were feed. like big jugs of creatine. Yeah, I think they came from like a feed store or something. I don't. At that point, I don't think there was really any supplement stores out there. But, but the industry has certainly come a long ways, you know, back 
back when I was younger, a teenager, EAS and Muscle Tech were the only two fucking companies out there. Yeah. You know, matter of fact, I was getting into the gym as Ultimate Orange was going out of the supplement stores because Ultimate Orange was that first corrupt, mm-hmm. um, so they say corrupt supplement that had shit in it that they no, shouldn't have. Supposed it. to be in there, yeah, right. That's ha- Listen, that's happening again yeah. though. Like you guys got to be careful with some of the stuff. There, a lot of these supplement, not a lot. There's supplement companies out there. They're starting to put in some SARMs compounds in their yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to make it to make it. Oh, perform that's not scaring better. anybody away. People yeah. want to say, "What's that co- supplement company? I'm already down now to buy the shit." Yeah, until yeah, you compute yeah. at USAPL and pee in a cup. Well, there you go. Right? <laughs> yeah, there could be a problem with some of it. You know, yeah. and a lot of yeah. these are all made in the same spot. Like, yeah. there's not that many laboratories that that put these compounds together. So you got to kind of keep an eye out for that. There has been some. There's research out there. You can get online and Google it. Mm-hmm. There are some companies that have been known to be putting it in there on purpose. And there's some that have accidentally got contaminated because they're made in the same facility. But yeah, what's interesting about that, you know, that's boy, we could talk for a long time on supplements, and it's a good topic. It's fun to talk about, but you know, don't be fooled. Your Redcons and your Axe and Sledge, and they're not making it in their own factory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there literally is a few factories there's that make few of them. supplements for yep. everybody. And essentially, what you and I could do if we wanted to is we could start our own gym life supplement mm-hmm. company out. We'll just tell the manufacturer what we want in it, yep. and everything we put in it is 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 you know transferred over to what the cost of it's going to be and what we need to charge for it. Uh, but there's a right way to do it and a wrong way, and there's some companies out there that are putting the extra into it to make it better. Yeah, a lot of R&D and, yeah. yeah and there's testing. some that are saying, fuck it, put in the cheap shit. We're going to put a yeah. pretty label on this shit, throw a couple big bodybuilding names behind yep. it, who, by the way, don't take the shit. Never. And they're yeah. going to sell the fuck out yeah. of it. We all know the way the industry works. Oh, yeah. Problem is a lot of these young guys still fall for it. I remember back in the day, Muscle Tech, well, again, when I was a teenager, Muscle Tech, man, they had every big name, Greg Kovacs and all these. And I think even Croc was part of Muscle Tech mm. back in the day. Uh that's what you wanted to buy. It was yeah. junk. It was shit. And nowadays, yeah. if you talk to bodybuilders, they'll say, oh, yeah, I backed it because they gave me a lot of money. They gave me a lot of money. It yeah. was junk. Yeah. yeah. And back then, they made a lot of money. That stuff cost oh pennies on God. the dollar and they oh, sold it to shit. you for 40 bucks and it cost yeah. them 12 cents to yeah. make. It's a little bit more, the industry is getting tighter and tighter now. The yeah. margins are getting smaller and smaller. So a lot less companies are jumping in just trying to like make a buck, you know, and um, so it is getting better and I better. I love it. I love the competition. Yeah, They're, me yeah, too. Me yeah. too. But uh, again, like you said, like you named a couple of them out there. Redcon really does their R&D. Yeah. They, they, they test these things out. Like if you want to know if Redcon's testosterone booster works, go look at their 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 blood labs for for people that have taken really? it like they, i'm not familiar with oh, redcon yeah. one yeah redcon they will they post their blood their blood labs for their testosterone i'm not a huge testosterone me neither but yeah. and and there's and there's all, all kinds of argument over whether free testosterone actually translate and blah 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 blah, blah. we understand that but for, for what they're claiming that it does, which is raise your free testosterone levels, you can go look at their blood work and see yeah. that it raises your free testosterone levels. Um, but anyways, Redcon's one of those companies that does that. Gym Supplement Com- Science yeah, is one of those companies that does that. Axe and yeah. Sledge is one of those companies that does that mm-hmm. because they stand by their product. They want to deliver yeah. a product that actually works or actually at least does what it says it's doing. Um, and then it's up to you to decide if that's something that you need or if it's actually beneficial to you. But Yeah, um, and I think in large part, you're seeing more of that, not just because there's some ethics going on with people which and they're being more ethical about it which i appreciate but also you know guys like seth ferrosi who are building their own brands and they've they've basically made their living and their entire life is based off of the 
fan base that follows mm-hmm. them. There's a lot on the line. I yeah. mean, you start you do one thing wrong and you rip somebody off because you're making a bogus supplement. I mean, your whole life falls apart. Yeah. So there's something to be said about putting it all on the line, including your reputation. And you see that more and more now because these companies aren't hiding behind a veil and putting somebody else out there to represent right. who they are. Yeah. They're actually, those who represent them are out front saying, yeah, this is me. This is my company. Right. My reputation's on the yep. line, you know, and I can appreciate that. Andy Frasilla in first form. Uh, there's a, another example. Another, <laughs> and actually, he wasn't example. even in the fitness industry. He started a supplement store as a way to make money. He's doing pretty well. And then, yeah. and then he, you know, what happened with his story, his backstory is a supplement store was struggling at 10 years, making basically nothing. Um, and then they realized that what they, what they were good at wasn't selling supplements, but was replicating a customer experience. Uh, of people coming back and losing weight and whatever. And then they kind of branched out and started their own first form thing. They basically, basically started affiliate marketing, you know, for the supplement industry. Wow, isn't that a huge thing? Yeah. Like basically when they went out and said, Hey, we're going to do this affiliate marketing thing. People laughed at them. They're like, that's never going to work. They started affiliate marketing. Now everybody's, (laughs) there's an affiliate for everything. Well, everybody's got a sponsor now. Everything. Yeah. (laughs) I hate when I see that. I'm I'm an affiliate. I'm sponsored. You're not sponsored sponsored. by fucking You're selling their crap with a discount code. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so there, there's company. And again, he, you know, he, he's one of those people that puts their face out there, you know, like this is me, this is my product. This is what I do. So, um, but yeah, I think it's an, it's an individual thing. Like you may not like protein powder. I do take protein once, you know, once a day. Yeah. Um, so it's really comes down to the individual and then just assessing it, like making sure that it's doing what, what you needed it to do or what you intended for it to do or what you thought yeah, it was yeah, going to do. Because yeah. just to blindly spend hundreds of dollars a month on supplements oh is yeah. ridiculous. And that yeah. happens in three containers worth of crap, right? Yeah. You know, so. And you're right. It comes down to that. And I, I think, I think you're right. That's a great way to kind of put a put a uh, you know an explanation point at the end of this conversation is try it make yeah. sure it's working and don't be afraid to try something get off of it to you have your own sort of case study yeah. done whether or not it's truly yeah. working for you or not because i think you're right a lot of people fall into this camp where they take something and it just becomes a regimented part of their life and whether it's working or not and thousands of dollars are wasted on nothing i always say the same thing that i just said it the other day try it for 30 days you know, and we, we hear that all the time, right? Try it for the, and it's true. Try it for thirty days. Yeah. Get off of it for a couple of weeks. See if you've noticed any significant change, and maybe you'll have your own answers to that. Yeah. And protein, maybe that's you. Maybe it won't be. Yeah, and that's why, know? like I said, with like the yeah. pre workout, like I don't think that it actually does anything. They any of them yeah. ever. I do like the do. no pre workout. Oh, I hate that. You know, oh, I get a good. God, pump I hate from that, that feeling. Yeah. I can't uh-huh. stand that feeling. Yeah, yeah I don't take that. anything with Yohimbi in it because I hate that feeling. Because yeah. to me, it's not about the performance or anything that I get from it. It's the ritual of it. Yeah. Like I said yeah. before. No, so. I totally get that. Yeah. So like, I went yeah. from spending a lot of money on a product that was supposed to be the best in the industry to spending some money on a product that's the best tasting one because I realized for me the benefit of it was the process right, of right. it it wasn't the product like, of it, it. it probably equally as good but you're right yeah. you, you got a different sort of you went after a different reason why you liked it so right yeah I, I agree with that I actually do I, I love your reason for that uh, sometimes that just is the different level of thinking when it comes to kind of why you take something yep. or why yeah exactly so okay cool hey I love that question that's a lot of fun and that could go on and on and on and on and on and on yeah we could we we could do two more segments on supplements get into whole foods I know exactly how they're all made and because I actually looked at starting my own supplement line because I kind of got pissed off because there's one other problem with supplements you know what let me throw this out there so Jim supplement science is one of my favorite like I said he's he's very scientific he truly believes in his product he he believes in third party 
testing. And, and so I love that about that guy. But there's one other problem I have with supplements. And this is for everybody, like bodybuilders that supplement, right? Bodybuilders are going to be my, my people behind this. Bodybuilders that supplement, but they're very, very particular about what goes in their body, right? Professional bodybuilders want to know every single thing that goes in their body yeah. down to the most molecular level possible. Yes. Right. Okay. Good or bad. Yes. Good or they bad. They want to know. They yes. want to know. How can you tell me that in a pre-workout, you got the right dosage of anything that's on that label? I guess unless it came in a gel cap or something, you probably you wouldn't can't. know. Do yeah. it in a scooper. There's no possible way to tell me I got five grams of creatine uh, in that scoop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always a margin for error, I guess, an acceptable sure. margin for so error. So here's yeah. my call, guys. Supplement companies, First Form, Andy, make millions of dollars and send some my way. Make that shit individual serving. Yeah, I, I guess you spend a little bit more money on it, but it's tiny it's worth bit. It to you. Yeah. And then yeah. we know we're getting everything that's in there that's in yeah. there. Well, yeah, true. I mean, listen, I, I yeah. Another I got, million dollar idea yeah, I just gave. Well, away. yeah, right. You're giving, you, you're giving a lot away on the show in the last 11 <laughs> episodes. Yeah, the whole, the whole idea, yeah, I'll be taking like three. Like I always do a scoop and a half anyhow. So yeah, now I, I have to take two. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I just lick the lid. Yeah, right. I'm Good doing enough. that at the very end of it. Can I get a scoop? Then I feel like if I'm getting to the end of my pre-workout and I don't get my full scoop, it's just going to be a fucked up workout. You know what I do? You know? I pour water in it and just shake it around oh, and drink it from idea. the pre-workout. What did I think of that? And I got all the powder from the sides. I learned something new every podcast. <laughs> it's probably all I like sugar. Because yeah. I'm sitting there trying to scrape it out. Yeah, you got no, to get it over I just the get it in the pre- I pour water on the pre-workout, just shake it, drink it right from the container. And I'm trying to get it over the edge of the lid. <laughs> the little like, lip. Yeah. <laughs> fucking sucks. Why did I think of that? That's so stupid. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. we So, we got to uh, uh, – well, first off, let me give a shout-out here because this might lead into another fun topic. And since we're maybe breaking up our episodes a little bit now, this, this would lead into some other uh, fun conversation. So I, I, I give a shout out this week, and the shout out is well, she's she's to know she's not an unknown in the powerlifting and also in the strongman community. It's just I get a kick out of looking or watching. Well, she's beautiful. I, she's definitely fun to look at, but um, she's also pretty funny. And she does this thing on TikTok, and she does this thing. I think it's on Instagram too, where you know how they play the music, and then you point at a word, uh, you know, like whatever yeah, it might yeah. be. I think everybody knows that, right? And she does it where she's like trying to find like the perfect like strongman to date or the perfect powerlifter to date, and it'll say, you know, I'm looking for a strongman. This is he's 200 pounds, and she'll give the thumbs up, and he bench presses this, and she gives the thumbs up, or if she, or he can do whatever, and then they'll get to like he can't do a strongman medley, and then she gets a sad face and like moves on. <laughs> like there's always something wrong with this guy, so it makes me laugh, right? Her name's Ju- uh, Julia Tomacheski, and she's an elite uh, powerlifter. She's a strong woman, I think, on the national level, maybe even a pro, but she's a lot of fun. She also does that. Uh, I, what'd you, what'd you call it? The Rosie, the Riveter, Rosie, the Riveter look. She had this one contest she did in the Rosie, the Riveter look and was red, white, and blue. And she's got attitude. You can tell this, this chick walks around some swagger, which I love about her, Mm. but that little thing she was doing on TikTok the other day got me laughing, but it also got me thinking about when I got into bodybuilding or powerlifting or strongman or whatever the hell I'm doing in my gym life, you know, I wanted to be bigger and it was all about being bigger because I wanted to get chicks. Mm -hmm. I really thought that. I'm going to look like Arnold and I'm going to, you know, like a lot of young guys did when they first started out that I'm going to set myself apart and be that man, you know, 
And sadly did I know within about three years of finally getting big, the world sort of flipped upside down. And we went into this generation of women wanted to date guys half their fucking size, mm. you know, <laughs> which I think we're just now getting out of that, I hope. Uh, so anyhow, when I watched her stuff, I got a kick out of it thinking, maybe women are starting to come back around and actually do want to date like alpha male gym types as opposed to these beta, you know, video game playing ass suckers out there. And you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's, listen, it's frustrating, man. I'm rooting on the big guy. You know, I want oh, the big Lord. guy to get his right, rightful due in this world. <laughs> and when I saw that, I'm like, good for you, Julia. I'm like, yes, you do need a, a bigger guy. And or, I, shit, she's probably stronger than half the guys she right, dates. Now it's probably a little more difficult for her to find a guy that's, to meet her yeah, needs because she's certainly a, a big, strong woman. But uh, yeah, I, I, I love this era we're in. I think we've turned the corner. I think we're recognizing now that, uh, you know, that men that get big and strong and that have a personality and are charming, like myself, of course, mm. we have a better opportunity, or, you know, <laughs> if, if that opportunity was available to us, that is, um, to actually, you know, find these beautiful, wonderful women out there. Because, boy, it did seem like that for a while, didn't it? You women know, were dating these small, puny I guys. Think it, I think the funny thing is, is it goes in cycles. I think everyone's kind of got their... I remember in like, in like in school, like if you had a beard, like you were like scruffy and didn't take care of yourself and never showered and you were the smelly kid. But then like all of a sudden it became popular to have a beard and now I don't have a fucking beard because I can't grow a yeah, beard. Yeah, but from a, from a physical stature standpoint, <laughs> why did it go in that direction? It just happens. It just goes in cycles. Things just happen. Was, it, was it this feminine movie? movement we had where they just didn't want I mean and, uh, we're gonna have to get a woman uh, on here to have this conversation I think but I think well obviously I think it's very individualized like, I don't think we can generalize because I know there are a lot of women out there that want a guy that if you want to use the word traditional quote unquote yeah. um, traditional man right that, that right. goes on chops wood and like yeah, right? comes home with dirty hands right. and dirty boots and yeah. they, they enjoy that they find that attractive and um, and then there's still a lot of people out there that want to, you know, want a man to stay home and whatever. Like, it's uh, an individualized yeah, thing. Yeah. And I don't know that, like, personally for me, I'm, I am I tend to lean more towards the manly camp, which some has been labeled toxic masculinity. Right. I do Good old-fashioned toxic, toxic masculinity. I do, yeah, I do believe in, in, in um, you know, taking care of certain things. I do believe in right. what would now be labeled, you know, as, as Careful, gender man. roles. That's okay. I've, I've already 35% of our listenership is women. I know. I've gotten in trouble for okay. this before, but um, I do believe in what would be considered quote unquote gender roles. But at the same time, like I do not require somebody to have a certain role in my life. My wife takes out the garbage and sometimes I do the dishes, but in our, in, in my household, we do consider these things our job they fit into our job description that's how our relationship works right and that's what works for my wife and that's what works for me and i don't expect it to work for anybody else and that's the point and that's the one thing that i'll i will get that that, that, that i'll be very careful in saying but um that that gets me is that any any group out there can assume that it should be one way or the other is completely incorrect because what works for you works for you and great and what works for me works for me great and i don't i will never label you know toxic you know masculinity and i will also never you know label you know toxic feminist movement like if that's what works for you that's what works for you and what works for me works for me and leave my shit alone i'll leave your shit alone well you certainly <laughs> you certainly took the fun right out of this fucking <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm talking about these puny Travis Barker type guys. Did you say Travis yeah, Barker? he's like puny. That's what I'm talking about, guys like him. Bro, he's a stud. I mean, he's a stud. I get it. I'm just using his physical prowess. As but like, he's a drummer. Well, listen, I get he's a rock star. Maybe that's a bad, maybe that's a bad example. He's also but, rich. Yeah. yeah, that too. Sorry, Travis. You're right. I mean, you did it all the different way to get there and probably the better way, right? But No, I was just talking from a standpoint of being a young man like thinking about growing up and wanting to carry all this muscle around thinking I'll just be I think it's yeah. batting the girls off me because my arms are 22 right, inches yeah. and it yeah, didn't work out like that yeah, no, it unfortunately it doesn't like ever work out like that because but I do feel like we're in this this new paradigm shift though I think because we're surrounded by we're in this woke world now of these beta puny just such like soft and supple men i don't even know how to describe this era of this this like complete opposite of where we were like post 19 well, world war it's II, not you know? just men to be honest with you it has become um somewhat of a uh what's the word i'm looking for it's, it's become kind of um celebrated to be vulnerable Oh, fuck all that. Um, fuck that. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, it has become like people like, you know, have become open on social media and kind of started sharing their, you know, vulnerability, vulnerable, vulnerabilities. God dang, that was really That's hard to say. Um, vulnerabilities. And then and then there's a group of people that that um, identify with that. And so so they have become popular and then it has become this thing, you know. And so I think in that process i don't think it's just a man a man thing i think just in general in our in our society it has become um victimhood has become celebrated a little bit as opposed to the mentality of nobody is gonna i'm gonna go out and get what i want regardless yeah you know yeah. and and i think there's you know listen Again, I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way. I think if you want, you know, if you want to share, you know, how you're vulnerable and, and, and you want to share your backstory about how it hurt you and shaped you and, and you know, and, and that helps, fine, go ahead and do that. But for me, that those things that happened in my life are a part of me, but they are not me. And I think that we have kind of started to switch in that these things, we have identified these things as as who we are, not part of who we are you know what i'm saying like we have started to attach our identities to certain things we've attached identities to 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 political parties and we've attached our identity to mm. different movements yeah. and we and 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 i think that's very short-sighted to attach your identity as a human being to any one individual thing because yeah. as a person we're very very complex we're not one individual thing you know like you've talked about before on this show like when we had Amber in here and we were talking about kind of the, the misogyny in the gym, like I do not condone misogyny. No, no. And, I'm now, not, and I flip, would never suggest yeah, being a man as a, right. a, that's not. But on the flip yeah. side of that, I sometimes enjoy a funny joke. Sure. Yeah. And if, and if that offends you, let's not get overly sensitive. Yeah. If that offends you, I'm sorry that right. that offends you, but that's your problem. Not my problem. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm in like yeah, I'm in that camp of caveman eating right. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm sorry. I'm, and, and listen, I have daughters, right? I mean, I, me I'm, too. A, I'm a champion of women. Yeah. I am a feminist. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, by I, definition. By definition, thanks to Dave Chappelle, I, I am a feminist. You're yeah. Feminist by definition. But I make no mistake about it, man. Drool comes out of my mouth when I hear a lot of this woke talk because I don't give a fuck. I think it's God, dude. Like I could go on for hours, but I think it's again, it goes back to like. This idea that 
because it works for you, it, it must be forced upon me. Right. And that's just this world, this society that we live in right now, um, that, that we believe that because I believe in something, you have to believe in that. And I don't think that's the way it is. Like I said, like, I do not condone any kind of hatred, any kind of misogyny, like actual hatred, actual misogyny. But I also don't have a problem with a cool Native American joke. Like I'm Native American. If you want to tell Native American jokes, tell Native American right. jokes. Like I have no problem with that. I don't have a problem with every once in a while. And listen, these are this is who I am as a person. I don't think it makes me any less of a person. I don't think it makes you any less of a person. So I don't think that my belief should be um, perpetrated onto anybody else. And I don't think anybody else's belief should be perpetrated on me. That's the beauty of America. Like I'm kind of cavemanist myself. I believe in drinking whiskey and smoking yeah, cigars yeah, and having yeah. poker night hey, and listen. smacking my wife on the butt. And If I got to drag you know. a girl from her hair out of the cave, <laughs> she's going to ask me to do it because I like those kind of girls. But yeah, I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying, man. I mean, listen, get on TikTok. And if, you, if you, you have your niche on TikTok, search it and it'll never go away from your feet. Oh, I know already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, don't ever pick up my phone and wonder what I'm searching on TikTok. Holy shit. I think my feed has got coming in three three things now. I think it's uh, fitness, swing talk. It's fitness. Yeah, swing talk. Fitness, uh, yeah, some boobs and butts for sure. And then I get bass fishing. <laughs> I was, yeah, I just love watching these guys fish okay. on TikTok. See, I want to be a fisherman, but I, I don't ever get a chance oh. to do it. So I'm living vicariously through all these TikTok moments right nice. now. Yeah, that's my feet all day long. So yeah. <laughs> I got to change that. I got to get into some cooler shit. But in any case, yeah. For some reason, mine comes up about chicks wanting dudes to cheat on their wife. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It tells a lot about somebody, doesn't it? <laughs> That was just like the first time I logged on. I was like, right. whoa, and those You're right, up. though. You can search anything, and you're going to find your niche. <laughs> yeah, yes, you'll, you'll find, find your niche. Uh, yeah, that's a, I, you know, I love that conversation. I, I like the part of it where we're just being Neanderthal, but certainly your more articulated version of that is a necessary component in that conversation. Uh, and you know what I want to do? We're going to, when we get this new podcast room opened up over here, uh, which the paint is now there, so yep. we're we're fast approaching that that day um, to really have a fund roundtable. We talked about that, right? Uh, get maybe Tammy in April here. Or yeah. Something. I, and Tammy actually, I got a hold of her and we were talking. I said, "Get April down here. Let's do a roundtable with you, me, and Robbie." So It'd be fun. Yeah, that would be a ton of fun. So yeah, I would love to bounce some of these ideas yeah, off. Yeah, because I'm some coming people. from a completely alpha masculine perspective. Yeah, well, and, I, fuck, I, I don't know. I can't even have these conversations some. sometimes without drooling. Going, I, oh, I, fuck, I hate I'm the hungry. whole alpha male thing. I, like. I I'm, I'm going to write a book about my son, the last alpha male, because I truly believe that in about, I don't know, 20 years from now, the testosterone level in men is going to be like 100. We actually more. know that testosterone level it's in men is terrible. dropping year over year over year. You don't year, have to tell me. Year. I can walk yeah. around on the streets yeah. right now and it's see It's scientifically that. proven. Fuck, scientifically it's happening. Proven. It's happening, everybody. Men are turning into something entirely different. Okay. Uh, so we got a new look. Uh, I guess you call it a segment of the show because Jake Harmon now is becoming part of our go-to guy for this is, questions. Yeah. We're going to call it questions. This is how we're going to end the show. We're going to end this one. Questions by Stone Bear. Questions by Stone Bear. And there's a, some numbers that come behind that. 369. 369. Questions by Stone Bear 369. Uh, Jake Harmon, our friend, has given us another question this week. And it is, 
Why can't there be midget strongman? We gotta sign off right now. We gotta end this. We have to end this. I mean, he does we, come wait a minute. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We just talked about feminism and masculinity, and now we're gonna go into why can't there be midget strongman? Well, I mean, he does have a point. But see, a guy like Jake, though, who's almost seven foot tall, isn't everybody a midget compared to everybody is a midget to Jake? Yeah, Jake's yeah. a big man. So to answer your question, Jake, there's already midget strongman. It's everybody that you look. Literally, figuratively down on down on yeah. in competition. So uh, you're already there, brother. The rest of us, uh, you know, we're we're kind of where we're at, but you're already kind of uh, shoulder and head above everybody else, uh, literally. So there's the answer there to that. Go, yeah. Thanks, Jake, for your other question this week. Yeah, we got canceled. Yeah, and if you uh, it, well, is midget not the right word to say? No, I'm pretty sure. It's oh, not. it's fucking not. Jeez, no, I just caught myself. People. It's yeah. little people. Yeah. Damn it, Jake, getting us in trouble on the show. Yeah. Well, everybody knows we're not politically correct. Yeah, and, definitely and, uh, not. Certainly, if you can't have a little sense of humor, then you probably don't want to watch us anyhow. So uh, in any case, thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 11. Uh, kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent there. Had fun. Uh, Robbie did, actually, this time, which was rare, because generally it's me that does that. Uh, but in any case, that was a fun conversation and a great episode 11. And we love these episodes, like I said, because we get to have a chance just to shoot the shit, talk about anything we want to talk about. But uh, thanks for your participation with the questions. Keep them coming. Uh, keep checking out our episodes. Uh, keep sharing, sharing, liking, subscribing, all that good stuff. And uh, we got Sean Schumacher dropping, I think, uh, well, in the next couple of days, yeah. right? Uh, and in the meantime, uh, we'll have this episode, and you'll be watching it as I'm telling you right now that we're dropping this episode. So thanks again for everybody for checking out Gym Life. Uh, stay strong. <laughs>